Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Time to get you dialed into the biggest stories of the day. This is the Daily 10 with Matt Chernoff. All right, everybody, here we go. It's time for the Thursday edition of the Daily 10. It's your friend Matt back again, and we're ready to take you on our 10-minute sports journey together today. Here's what's coming up on our Rhodes Group Rundown. It's brought to you by the Rhodes Group. Why do you need the assistance of an independent insurance agency like the Rhodes Group? Well, as the old saying goes, time is money. And as insurance rates continue rising faster than ever, you need to get at least 10 insurance quotes to make sure you're getting the best policy. Otherwise, you're talking about spending hours doing it yourself and probably messing the thing up. Save yourself the time, the energy, and most importantly, the money by getting in touch with an independent insurance agent like the Rhodes Group to do the shopping for you. Plus, that's going to come with peace of mind, which brings comprehensive collision, uninsured motorist coverage, third-party liability, all the things we really don't know about and we could mess up. Get in touch with the independent insurance agency like the Rhodes Group to make sure your policy is done right. They've set up a landing page directly for our listeners that you can get those 10 home and car insurance quotes in just 10 minutes. Go to roads-group.com slash churnoff. That's roads, R-H-O-A-D-S, roads-group.com slash churnoff, or call them at 678-341-9667 for the Roads Group. Well, it was like deja vu all over again for the Braves last night. The Game 3 drama. Well, I guess I can call it drama, but I'd rather call it a mess that we saw in the 2022 postseason against the Phillies. It cropped up again last night at Citizens Bank Park. We'll talk about that. Plus, Brian Snitker managed last night like it was June 11th, not October 11th. We'll break down his most critical decision of the evening. And with the Braves season now on life support, The good news is they have the right duo lined up to try and save the day. All of that and more coming up in a moment. First, I'll remind you we're brought to you by our partners at Short Barrel Bourbon. And after losing last night in a postseason game, having a glass of bourbon might not be a bad place to go. Short Barrel Bourbon is the parent company of Old Fort Distillery. Short Barrel was started by three whiskey-drinking friends with a passion for bourbon. It's owned and operated in Atlanta. It started in 2020, and we love working with the local folks. That's why we love Short Barrel. Short Barrel Bourbon has won several awards backing up just how good it is. We're talking double gold from the San Francisco World Wine and Spirits Competition, the largest and most prestigious spirits competition in the world. Short Barrel Bourbon just won the Kentucky Bourbon Single Barrel Competition at the New York Spirits Comp. Short Barrel Bourbon is available at all major retailers all throughout the state of Georgia, including some great restaurants if you go out and have a great bite to eat. Pair it up with Short Barrel. Check out their website at shortbarrelbourbon.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with all things at Short Barrel. No other way to say it, but the Braves were embarrassed by the Phillies last night in Game 3 of the National League Division Series. They lost the game 10-2. to Philly fans were mock-chopping. Bryce Harper was mean-mugging Orlando Arcia. Harper was throat-slashing as he crossed home plate. Fans were chanting, we want Strider. And the Braves just took it, just had to wear it. 
Very little fight in the game. Bryce Elder wasn't good. The Braves' offense wasn't good. And the manager wasn't very good at all. Now, starting Bryce Elder was risky, but leaving him in as long as the Braves did was just reckless and gross mismanagement. No other way to say it. More on that decision in a moment. The first two innings went well. Ozzie Albies hit an RBI single to score Ronald Acuna after a double, and the Braves led 1-0. Now, it could have been more. Marcelo Zuna came up with two on and two out in that second inning. Unfortunately, went down looking, which happened a couple of times in this game for some Braves. So the Braves led 1-0, and Bryce Elder, he had done the job through the first two innings, went six up and six down. Then, unfortunately, the third inning happened, and Elder lost it quickly. There was a Nick Castellanos solo home run to lead off the inning. It was 1-1. At that point, I would have had the bullpen going, but the Braves didn't. Brandon Marsh followed with a single. After a couple of outs, Trey Turner hit it, or had a two-out walk, and that put two on. Now, at that point, you've got to have your bullpen ready to go. Instead, Bryce Elder was left in to face Bryce Harper, who hit the three-run homer, just like a lot of people could have predicted in that spot. It was an 85-mile-an-hour pitch that just sat in the middle of the strike zone. Bryce Harper continues to crush the Braves. In the last two postseasons, he's had 27 trips to the plate. He's reached base in 17 of them. He's got 13 hits, five walks, four homers, and nine RBIs. So he's just killed the Braves single-handedly. But after Bryce, the action continued in that third inning. Alec Bohm singled. Bryce Elder still in the game. Bryson Stott walked. Snit finally went to get Bryce Elder. He brought in Michael Tonkin, who has struggled for a while, He came in, gave up a two-run double. It was 6-1, essentially game over. Now, I said it was like deja vu. The Braves have seen the Phillies explode in back-to-back game threes of the NLDS in back-to-back seasons, and it happened again. Game three of the NLDS a year ago in Philly. Braves gave up six runs. Reese Hoskins hit a three-run homer, remember, through the bat, the spike. They knocked Spencer Strider out. Braves, Phillies' third inning of game three last night. Six runs allowed. Harper's three-run homer knocked Elder out of the game, and it was really all she wrote. The Phillies hit six home runs in the game. The Braves didn't leave the yard, even in that little band box that is Citizens Bank. For a team in, in the Braves that hit so many home runs during the regular season, they've only hit two in the postseason so far. Braves had 10 hits, but only one extra base hit. Phillies had 11 hits, including the six homers and a double. There are several Braves who just have not hit much. Michael Harris is the biggest culprit. Michael had the great defensive play in game two, but offensively he's been lost. Harris last night uh, took an over. In the series, he's now 0 for 11 with three strikeouts. Add that to what he did a year ago against the Phillies, and he's 1 for 25 with five Ks in his first two postseason appearances. So tonight it is win or go home. For the Braves, Spencer Strider gets the ball against Ranger Suarez. We'll see if the Braves can force a Game 5 back in Atlanta on Saturday night. Coming up next on our menu, the Braves manager must have thought it was June 11th, not October 11th, because that's how we managed the game last night. We'll talk about that in a moment. But first, speaking of menus, First Watch serves its entire menu seven days a week from 7 a.m. until 2.30 p.m. And this fall at First Watch Hot Honey... It's the new pumpkin spice. In its newest seasonal menu, the leader in breakfast, brunch, and lunch is partnering with Mike's Hot Honey to bring sweet heat to a custom recipe. If you're a pumpkin spice lover, don't fret. The new menu also leans into other cozy classics from pumpkin pancakes, cinnamon spice churros, and a pomegranate pear punch fresh juice, 
available now through October 29th. First Watch just opened their newest location in Kennesaw and Barrett Parkway. It's complete with an outdoor patio, an indoor brunch bar, and you can always order online at firstwatch.com. This is now four different grand openings in the Atlanta suburbs for First Watch in the last year. Joining locations in Marietta, Loganville, and Gainesville, always serving chef-inspired menu items, seasonal offerings that change five times a year. You will love what First Watch has to offer. So I said Brian Snicker thought the date read June 11th, not October 11th. No other reason in my mind can explain how he managed that game. What he did last night in the third inning is indefensible. A lot of times a manager will make a move and you'll have two sides looking at it saying, I can see his process or what he was thinking. There's no side other than Snit just butchered it. He said before the game, Bryce Elder was on a short leash. We all said Bryce was on a short leash. Maybe get through the order one time and we'll see where we are. But that short leash became a very long leash. And now starting Bryce Elder again, risky enough, right? Okay, we said that going in. But Snit saying short leash made me think the first sign of trouble, they were going to go get him. Well, that didn't happen. Now, Snit in the postgame said he didn't even think about getting a lefty to face Bryce Harper in the third inning. Uh, okay. Letting Bryce Elder face Bryce Harper in that spot instead of a lefty is just an egregious decision. It's the sole reason a guy like Brad Hand is on the roster. And Brad Hand is no great shakes. But his job is to get lefties out. And the game is hanging in the balance, believe it or not, in the third inning. Every situation in the postseason is a high leverage situation. If this was June 11th, sure, Bryce Elder faces uh, Bryce Harper and we don't worry about it. Not October 11th. It's one of the worst managerial decisions I can remember. Let's compare that to the Phillies manager, Rob Thompson, who, by the way, is not a great tactician. But in game one of this series, Thompson pulled his starter, Ranger Suarez, in the fourth inning of a game that was one nothing at the time. The Braves had two on with two outs and Marcelo Zuna coming up. Thompson brought in Jeff, ha- Jeff Hoffman, who was one of his high leverage arms. And he got out of the jam by striking out Michael Harris with the bases loaded. Conversely, Snit left Elder in to pitch to the Phillies' best hitter with essentially the same situation. Two on, two out. It was a 1-1 game. Hell, there was a base open. You could have intentionally walked Bryce Harper. But instead, Snit just sat there. No mound visit from Rick Kranitz. No lefty up warming in the bullpen. The game is right there at that moment. For Snit to say postgame, well, we were worried about him coming back around later on. You can't worry about Harper in the fifth or sixth. You can't worry about the game in the seventh or eighth. Because if the game's a blowout, it doesn't matter what happens in the seventh or eighth. And the game was a blowout. By the time Brad Hand came in, It was already 6-1. The game was done. The job of a manager in October is to anticipate the trouble coming, especially when it's Bryce Elder and you know he's not long for the game. After the Nick Castellanos homer, there was a Brandon Marsh single. That's when you start getting loose, and I mean loose quickly. Get a lefty, get a righty, get two guys up. Then Bryce Elder got a pop out and a ground out. Then there was the Trey Turner single. At that point, you're done. You're going to get the lefty to pitch to Bryce Harper. Or you walk him with the base open. You don't let Bryce Elder pitch to him. He grooves an 85-mile-an-hour batting practice pitch that Bryce Harper deposits in the right field seats. I don't know. There's just there's no – like, the manager's not going to win me the game. I can't have him lose me the game in the third inning. The Braves' bats didn't do enough. Right. The Braves' bullpen had its issues, but the game was lost in the third inning. When you're trying to dig out of holes like the Braves have in this series, it's a lot harder to hit in the postseason – playing from behind constantly, and they had to do it again. 
Just awful, awful, awful. We will turn the page, though, and talk about what's coming up next. There is good news for the Braves as they have their season on life support. They have the right duo lined up to try to save the day. We'll talk about that in a moment. First, let's talk about the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. If you're looking for a great place to watch playoff baseball tonight, the Daily Draft is a two-story sports bar experience that has the best big screen in the burbs, a brand-new menu, self-serve taps, which makes your uh, beer drinking enjoyment even easier, a craft beer bar, great views of the games all around you on both levels. And if you're in downtown Woodstock or just Woodstock in general, you know where the Daily Draft is. But if you're in Woodstock or, excuse me, if you're in Roswell or Milton or Alpharetta, you're close. You're in Canton or Kennesaw. You should stop by the Daily Draft. Make it your postseason baseball destination, your Saturday football viewing, your Sunday pro viewing. It's the Daily Draft. Downtown Woodstock on Main Street. Find out more on their website at thedailydraft.net. Better yet, follow them on Facebook or Instagram to keep up with all things Daily Draft. So game four of the Braves and Phillies will happen this evening with the Braves sending Spencer Strider to the mound. We'll talk about Spencer's task in a moment, but let's recap how we've gotten here. Phillies starting pitchers in this series have combined to go 15 and two-thirds innings and given up just four runs. Braves starting pitchers in the series, 13 and two-thirds innings pitched, 10 runs. Now take out Spencer Strider, who was really good in game one, and you see how bad it was in game two and three for the Braves starters. Spencer in that game one went seven innings, gave up just five hits and one earned, struck out eight and walked two. He pitched his tail off. And if you're looking for a silver lining, the Braves have Strider and Freed lined up in games four and five with the season on the line. It's the best case scenario you could want. The Phillies feel great about their chances, but they also have Ranger Suarez. Now, Ranger's given the Braves fits, but if you're the Braves and you can't put up runs against what will be a short outing from Suarez and a bullpen effort, Well, frankly, you don't deserve to get the game back to Atlanta in the series in Game 5 on Saturday. The Braves cannot play from behind tonight. That's pretty obvious. Too much pressure already on you in an elimination game. Too much pressure on Spencer to almost be perfect. But that's where the Braves are. The Braves' bats have been quiet in 25 of the 27 innings in this series. They had the Darno homer in the 7th inning of Game 2. The Riley home run in in the 8th inning of Game 2. Outside of that... They had a single run on a Phillies air in the sixth inning of game two, and they had the Ozzie Albies single in last night's second inning. That's not going to cut it. I mean, like, they know that. Everybody knows that. Give the Phillies starting pitching credit, but the Braves have had opportunities and have not taken advantage. It's the same story we saw a year ago in the NLDS against the Phillies. Try to get a couple of early runs. There's always the chance that Spencer goes out and just pitches his tail off again, gives you six and two-thirds. You get the game to the bullpen. You hope that Pierce Johnson, A.J. Minter, and Rysel Iglesias can get the job done because you can turn it over to Max Freed, who you know wants a second opportunity, a second crack. I think back to the World Series in 2021, game two of that series against the Astros, Max did not pitch well. He wasn't bad. He got beat on some soft contact, but he wasn't good. He got a second chance in game six, and he shoved. That's what I know he's hoping for, even against Zach Wheeler Saturday night in Atlanta. So it comes down to tonight. Can Strider do the job? Can the Braves' bats find enough to force the series back to Atlanta on Saturday for a deciding Game 5? All right, if you guys would do me the big favor of hitting the subscribe button wherever you're listening or follow us, we're available on each and every podcast platform. And if you do hit the subscribe button, you'll guarantee you get the pod waiting for you every day around 10 a.m. I will talk to you this afternoon on the radio in Atlanta at 2 o'clock on 680 The Fan. We're back here tomorrow for the next edition 
of the Daily Ten. Subscribe to the Daily Ten now and get the latest breaking news and biggest stories of the day every morning. Get more at 680thefan.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google, or wherever you get your favorite shows. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan Wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.